Hey friends, this week we are going to be going through our schedules, making the most efficient schedule for our home, not just for organizing and decluttering, but also for cleaning and just basic maintenance of our home. We're going to go break it down by the daily, the weekly, the quarterly, uh, the monthly stuff, the quarterly stuff, the yearly stuff. And we are going to break it down so that you know what needs to be done, no matter how big or how small your home is, no matter how many people live in it. This is how I break it down and create a schedule for success for my home, for my clients' homes, for my children, how to delegate, how to know what needs to be done first, what has your deadlines, um, and just really break it down so that we can understand and become more efficient in maintaining our homes. Because as moms, as women, as wives, as the ones who are majority responsible for the way our home runs, the burden of all of that responsibility and the weight of that to-do list can be just overwhelming sometimes. I know it can be for me. And I know when my children see (laughs) their list of things that they are responsible for, if I write down every specific thing that they need to look up or, you know, go check those spaces and, um, you know, the things that they've made messes in. And if I just go and write it all down for them, they feel, they literally will throw themselves on the floor feeling defeated before they even get started. So... How can we break it down? And I know it feels that way for me too. When I'm looking at my entire house that has been neglected and needs some help and is just a mess and there's too much stuff and it's dirty and I haven't cleaned it properly, um, it can truly feel like it's impossible to get it done. I know when I go to my clients' homes and they have let their house get out of control and things have piled up and they've, you know, continued to bring more things in than they let go. And so the place becomes cluttered and stuff piles up, like truly piles up. And it it feels so defeating and impossible sometimes. It feels like a mountain we are never going to get through, like a laundry pile <laughs> that just never stops. So this is how I have broken my schedule down and my home so that I can run it efficiently so that my children can keep up with their responsibilities without feeling like they're never going to finish and they're never going to be able to play or whatever. Um, Never going to get their screen time earned so that they can just sit down and relax. How can we break it down so that we know what we have time for? And then on those super busy days, what is the bare minimum that needs to be done versus the deep cleaning and the, all the other specifics that just haven't uh, made it to the top of the list yet, you know? And how can we break it down so that we can actually make time for the deep cleaning and the things that need to be done on a seasonal basis so we're not behind on... Uh, pulling out the next season's clothes or, 
you know, cleaning the baseboards or changing the air filters? Um, <laughs> how do we break all that stuff down? And how do you know how to break that stuff down? That's what this episode is going to be about. And I'm going to probably end up turning this into a few different episodes on specific things. Now, I know um, several months ago, I did an episode or a series of decluttering your entire home, um, the whole house organizing. So I know I did that a few months ago, but this is going to be more about how can you make it manageable? How can you make it efficient to keep up with on a regular basis? Okay. So number one, number one, you need to know what needs to be done in each room. So write it down. Start with the bathroom. The bathrooms are always pretty easy. Like what's in a bathroom? They're all pretty much the same. <laughs> They're going to have a toilet, um, a countertop or a sink, a tub or a shower or both, floors, towels, cleaning supplies or, you know, bathroom supplies that need to be stocked, mirrors, doors, knobs, switches, the baseboards, the closets or cabinets that are in there, um, bath mats, rugs, what, what is in your bathroom? Okay. Now, how do we need to make it efficient to maintain it? Because so many times I go in a bathroom and there is no room on the countertop and there is obvious evidence that it has not been deep cleaned in a few months. So what do we need to do? Yes, we can make time to wipe the toilet seat off, right? We can make time to do a quick wipe of the mirror so that we can see <laughs> through the toothpaste splatter on the mirror. Um, we can make sure that we have clean towels. Like those are the bare minimum things that we can do. Even when life is overwhelming, making sure that the trash is actually in the trash can, right? Bare minimum stuff. Make sure we actually have soap and shampoo. Those are going to be your bare minimum things. Okay. But then we have the deep cleaning, like well, weekly cleaning. These things need to be done weekly. We need to um, sanitize the doorknobs and switches and, and empty the garbage and um, declutter. We need to get the stuff out that doesn't belong in the bathroom, like the dirty clothes that got left in there or the wet towels on the floor. All that stuff needs to be taken care of every week. But most of that stuff I kind of keep that on my daily stuff as well. Like we don't leave dirty clothes in the laundry, in the bathrooms because each of my children has a hamper to keep their laundry out of the bathroom. They are responsible for coming and getting their clothing out of the bathroom. Now, if they forget their clothing in the bathroom, the way our bathroom is now, it's kind of awkward because if they leave their clothing in there, the way the door opens and then there's a closet door literally touching the bathroom door behind it. So we can't, it keeps the doors from being able to open properly if they leave their clothes in the bathroom because they get kicked to the corner away from the bathtub and then we can't properly open the doors. So it is really important that we keep our dirty clothes out of the bathroom. We don't even leave towels in the bathroom on the floor. The towels, there's a hook. So um, years ago when I had several younger children and smaller children, we had the towel bar and they really struggled to be able to put their towels on the towel bar. So I used an over-the-door towel, well, like for over a regular door um, hook thing 
picked it up for like five bucks somewhere. I don't even remember where, but it has a, a layer of, I don't know, six hooks on it. And so we have all of their bath towels can be hanging from there and all at the same time. So I had five children sharing a bathroom. They could all hang their bath towel without it being a problem. Every single one of them had a place for their towel to be. Um, second, making sure that we have a place for all of the things that need to be in the bathroom, toothbrushes, not touching each other, right? For sanitation, <laughs> um, toilet paper, um, the wipes that we need to wipe off the countertops. Um, I tend to use baby wipes and I have a spray bottle in there. They work great. Um, for multiple things, my children aren't going to be, um, you know, I usually use the baby wipes because if my children, and especially when they were younger, it was easy to just grab the baby wipes. It worked to get the toothpaste off the counter. It could clean up the spills on the floor. Um, I could wipe my children's faces, use it as a washcloth in the bathtub. You know, they just were multi-purpose. And for me, cutting down on how many things I had in my space was really important. How many things do I need to keep on my shopping list? I don't want cleaning wipes and baby wipes and paper towels and all, the, you know, I don't want all the things on the list. And when my children got washcloths, they always flung them around like a helicopter and got the ceilings wet and the walls wet. And so we did not do <laughs> washcloths for my children. They just, I, I couldn't keep them from doing it. So those were gone. <laughs> it was much easier to have the baby wipes and I don't usually let them have them in the bathtub. I usually do it myself. Um, and we don't even use body wash or baby wash or anything. I have foaming hand soap that I make myself. Um, foaming hand soap, that way it's bubbly. They can't really overdo it and create a mountain of bubbles in the bathroom. Um, it sanitizes them, it cleans their bodies, it cleans their hands, they can clean their faces with it because it's not gonna be too soapy, it'll get in their eyes and burn. It's foaming, so it's sudsy already and watered down and really easy to wipe off the countertops and off the bathtub and they're not gonna use the entire bottle um, in two baths or one. Had that happen many times. If I accidentally leave the shampoo around, they create a bubble bath and it comes to about four uses total for the entire bottle of shampoo. So we don't keep that out for them when they're little. And I still have to watch my nine-year-old with it now. He loves a bubble bath, so he makes a big mess. Um, anyways, keeping it simple. What can we keep it? How can we break down cleaning the bathrooms to make it simple? Okay, what is in the bathroom that needs to be done daily? Okay. Wiping the toilet, getting the stuff out that doesn't belong, um, hanging up the towels, wiping up the toothpaste, brushing our teeth, like what needs to be done in the bathroom on a daily basis. Making sure the trash is in the trash can, flushing the toilet, um, <laughs> cleaning up any spills. Like those are the priorities for the daily, making sure we have clean towels for the next day. Um, or next time we're in there. So making sure we have a clean hand towels, um, bath towels that are clean. And my children usually use theirs two or three times before we wash them. So it makes it pretty simple. And we have simplified our towels enough that it, it doesn't get overwhelming. And I know whose is whose. <laughs> so each of my children 
has, we all have gray towels, but they're different. They're all different, but when they're all hanging in there, it doesn't feel cluttered like it does sometimes when there are multiple different colors and patterns hanging on the bath towels. It just feels like a lot going on. Um, so the way that I've broken this down is two towels per person. My youngest daughter has kitty cat hooded bath towels. My second child has second youngest child has a hooded bath towel that sharks. Um, my third child also in the same bathroom has striped gray towels. They are not hooded because he is big. So he has basic towels that are gray and striped. That's what he has. That's what's hanging in this bathroom and they can all hang on the same hook um, with plenty of room. They don't even touch except the bottom corners, which is fine. Um, it keeps it really simple and they have two each. So everyone knows whose are whose and it keeps them from getting mixed up. Oh, someone left their towel on the floor. I know exactly whose towel it is and they can come and pick it up. Someone left their clothes on the floor. I know exactly whose they are. They can come and pick it up or I kick it out of the bathroom into the hallway and then have them kick, clean it up if I'm finishing the bathroom so that it's done and cleaned. Um, and they take baths at different times also. We've broken down our bedtime so that it's pretty simple. Um, also, making sure we have toilet paper, toothpaste, toothbrushes, extra toothpaste, extra toothbrushes, the flossers, whatever else we're using in the bathroom, soap, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, you know, what are the specifics that we have in the bathroom that need to stay in the bathroom and we need to make sure that we keep stock of? How can we keep that simple? Um, the hand towels, you know, what are the specific things that we need in there? I have four hand towels for the bathroom. That's it. I change them out every other day. It's plenty for the week. Um, it's enough. It doesn't really get, they don't really get dirty and, and overwhelming because we have three bathrooms in this house. And to be honest, my children just use the downstairs one more than the upstairs one. So this one's really easy to keep up with. I just have to go in and typically I fix it first thing in the morning and right after bath time. So before they're getting in bed and the other things that we need to break down. Okay. So that's your daily is getting the stuff out of the bathroom that doesn't belong. Um, giving it a quick tidy, wiping down the high touch surfaces. So I usually use a sanitizing spray and um, baby wipes or a dirty towel. Those are the things I'm going to use. I'm not using towels on the toilet. I want something I can throw away from the toilet. I don't really like to reuse those, um, especially when my children are doing it because they are not going to be as careful and they're going to use the same wipe and they're going to clean the toilet and then smear it all over the countertop where they brush their teeth. They're not going to pay attention to it. I've watched them even with specific directions. It still happens and they forget and then we have to re-sanitize. So throw away the toilet stuff and just keep it simple. And honestly, most of the time we just use the spray and toilet paper for the toilet and flush it down and we're done. Wiping the toilet on a daily basis, making sure it's clean, cleaning the toothpaste, putting things away in the bathroom, um, and making sure we have what we need. Number two, okay, next thing, we are going to make sure that we have the weekly schedule down for the bathroom. Okay, every week, we need to make sure that we clean the floors, the tub or shower, um, check the... Oh, the um, refills. So do we need to refill the soap? Usually I don't need to refill the soap because like I said, I use the foaming soap. It usually lasts about two weeks to a month. Just depends on how we're using it. Um, 
how crazy they go in the bathroom with their body washing with the soap. <laughs> um, sometimes they look to like, like to look like Santa Claus and they make a big mess of it and use it up really quickly. But the other things I do when I'm checking, I also am taking a look through at the things that need to be done monthly, you know, so that I don't have to spend 30 minutes of my, my day um, one month, you know, every month checking and cleaning out the, you know, the organization in my bathroom. I'm going ahead and doing that on a daily basis. You know, when I'm checking each space every day, I'm going to go ahead and re, you know, fix anything that got out of place. I'm going to put the towels back nice and neat. I'm going to straighten out the extra toothbrushes or extra toothpaste or the flossers. I'm going to sort through my cleaning stuff and make sure that I have what I need. And, um, as I'm doing that on a daily basis, um, and a weekly basis, I'm checking through so that I don't have so much stuff on my monthly to-do list. I also don't keep a ton of cleaning supplies. We have a toilet brush, a, (laughs) a toilet bowl cleaner, and the spray that we use every day, um, for the bathroom. And that's it. I have a scrubber, uh, like a scrub brush for the, for the tub shower. And, um, we usually use our hands and knees on the bathroom floor. It's just a small space. It's easy to do. So we use the wipes or the scrubber and usually a washcloth, which is already in the bathroom and just go ahead and give that a good wipe down because we're doing the daily stuff. So it's not going to be bad at the end of the month. As I'm doing the floors, I'm also checking the baseboards. That's something that needs to be done on a monthly basis. When we're checking the baseboards, we're also going to quickly take a glance up and see if the cabinets need a quick wipe down. Um, The same with the doors. As I'm doing the floors, I'm going to scrub down the the entire door um, inside and out, the closet door as well. Inside the closet, I'm going to wipe out the sink underneath, um, the shelves, anything that needs to be a quick wipe down. And it honestly can take, our hall bathroom for the children is very small, so it really doesn't even take seven minutes to do the entire bathroom of wiping the entire place down. (laughs) It doesn't. It is just a few minutes of my time. Um, You know, the other things that need to be cleaned in there on a monthly basis would be washing the shower curtain. Um, the, you know, weekly we do the towels and the rugs in there, the, you know, the shower mats, any of that stuff that gets washed weekly. Um, and I have it broken down by days of the week. What day of the week am I typically going to be able to go into the bathroom and do all of that stuff? So I have that set up on Tuesdays. Um, And I kind of broke down my house um, for each day of the week that I'm going to be doing these things. So I'll just give you a quick rundown of my schedule and then we're going to wrap up this episode for the bathrooms and we will be back with the next space. But you will see how as I'm talking through the bathroom, you can reuse the same idea and do the same sort of thing in any of your spaces, Um, your bedrooms, your bathrooms, your closets, your entryway, your laundry room, any of the spaces that you're working in you can kind of use the same system of breaking it down and knowing what needs to be done. So on Sunday, that's our family time. It's also meal prep um, and and weekly prep. So I make sure that we have everything that we need for the week, that my children have enough laundry (laughs) washed and clean and put away so that they can get through the entire week without 
running out of clothes. I make sure that we have um, food prepped. So I typically will make a big roast or some sort of big crock pot or instapot of meat so that we have stuff that we can make throughout the week. And I use that for leftovers. So for instance, if I do a roast, we can turn that roast into sandwiches. We can turn it into, um, you know, eat that with some potatoes and rice. We can repurpose it into tacos or nachos. We can, you know, there's so many different ways that we can repurpose that instead of eating it as the same exact meal multiple days a week because that does get boring. So I try and meal prep in that sort of way and kind of separate it into two different meats that I would do for the week. Then on Mondays, that's my recovery day. I'm getting through everything that needs to be done from the weekend that didn't get caught up. And this is what I do before work, literally from the time I wake up in the morning, I'm starting this and until about nine o'clock when I leave the house, that is when I am doing all of this stuff that needs to be done. So Monday is my house recovery day. So I go through and I quickly reset everything from the weekend that didn't get reset on the weekend. Um, I tidy up, I put things back in the rooms that they belong in. I, um, also run the laundry. So, um, the master bedroom is what I do on Mondays. So on Mondays, I make sure and get all of our laundry done for the master bedroom. I wash our sheets, our linens, our towels, our, um, bath mats, our clothing, like all of that for my bathroom, like the master bedroom, that's all done on Mondays. That's when I really take time to scrub the floors in there and really focus on anything specific that I need to do in the master bedroom, you know, tidying it up, making sure it looks really good and it's ready for the week. Tuesdays, that's when I do all of the bathrooms and the main rooms. So the bathrooms, the main rooms are going to be living room, kitchen. Um, It's not exactly the kitchen, but just the main spaces. So the living room, the dining rooms, um, you know, I touch in the kitchen because it's kind of part of the open living room area that we have, but I'm on the outside of the kitchen. So I'm like focusing on the bar stools and, you know, the countertops, not necessarily the pantry and (laughs) the refrigerator and all of that stuff, not the inside of the kitchen, but the outer area of the kitchen. So the dining area, the place where we eat, um, the trash cans, that sort of thing is going to be done on, um, on Tuesdays. So on Wednesdays, I'm not usually home. So I also want to make sure I'm not usually home in the mornings on Wednesdays. So I'm gone and I typically will do the kitchen and the floors on Wednesdays. So before everybody gets home, like I usually try and get that done first thing. As soon as everybody's done, because I've done, I've cleaned the main areas on the day before. So I can that morning, Wednesday mornings, I can quickly go through and vacuum and mop the floors. Like that can be done in an hour of my time and be done. I also make sure that all of the kitchen towels are done that day. Um, and also with the bathrooms, that's when the bathroom towels get done. So on bathroom day, towels are done on that day. The rugs for the bathrooms that day. Um, but the kitchen, so the kitchen day is when I'm going to scrub out any, you know, clean the shelves in the, and reorganize the refrigerator, reorganize the pantry. You know, you have children moving stuff around, you've emptied stuff, you've got it, you know, 
boxes with crumbs left in them <laughs> still in the pantry, um, open bags of chips that are just dust crumbs at the bottom, throw all that stuff out, do a quick inventory of what needs to be done. Thursdays is typically when I do my grocery shopping and bedrooms. So bedrooms, that's when I focus on getting my children's laundry washed. That is when I focus on getting their sheets stripped and changed out for the week, um, washing them and really tidying their bedrooms. So again, the days that I do the floors, sometimes that is going to include the entire house. So upstairs, downstairs. And if I didn't, then I break it down into the rooms. So on bedroom day, Thursdays, grocery shopping and getting the bedrooms ready. Sometimes that's the days that I go in and mop the bedrooms, um, sweep, mop, vacuum, all the details, whatever needed to be done in there. But, um, I also try and do that on Wednesdays, but sometimes that just ends up being the entryway and the main floors downstairs and the kitchen. Sometimes that's all that gets done on that day. Um, when we break it down like this, it keeps me from feeling like I am overwhelmed. If I missed it that day and I didn't get the refrigerator scrubbed out on Wednesday, or I didn't do a good job of scrubbing the floors, or I just did a quick mop over with the spray mop, like sometimes that's all I have time to do. I don't have time to do the scrubbing and that's fine. It, it can wait. It, at least it got touched, right? It's better than it was on Fridays. So Fridays is when I finish up. I address anything that got neglected throughout the week. I finish up the laundry, anything that got left over or anything that was needing to be stain treated, um, specific attention, um, blankets from the rest of the house. Now, again, the main rooms, when I'm doing the main rooms and the bathrooms, that's when any of our throw blankets get washed, pillow covers, those sorts of things from the sofas and the living spaces, the children's um, blankets that they carry around. Those would be done in the main rooms. Whatever room I'm finding them in, that's when they're getting washed. If I'm finding them in their bedrooms, that's when they're getting washed. Um, but on Fridays, we're going to finish up those main areas. We're going to make sure that every space is looking its best and at least has been some sort of cleaned that week. Um, and then making sure that the outside looks good. Sweep the front porch, tidy it up. Um, check on the plants and water them, you know, what needs to be done in those spaces and uh, making sure that I'm having a day off. So on Saturday, I don't have anything planned. I don't have any specific cleaning schedule planned for Saturday. So I'm making sure that I have set myself up for a successful day of rest. So doesn't typically go for the entirety of the day on Saturday, but I also try and by six o'clock, seven o'clock on Fridays, be done with my to-do list. I don't want to keep working. I'm tired from the week. So by the end of the day on Saturday, then we can start cleaning up. And I've had pretty much a 24 hour day off, right? So from evening on Friday, all the way through Saturday, I don't try to do a whole lot of to-do lists. And I try and give my children that freedom too. I'm not very successful at it. I fail over and over again um, if I did not address it throughout the week. But when I am on top of my schedule and really making sure that these things are getting done, everything seems to flow better. My children are happier 
and everyone needs a day of rest. If you have not listened to that episode that I did, Moms Need a Day Off, (laughs) it is in the podcast episodes and it has been the top listened to episode of all times from my podcast. So make sure you take a listen to it um, if you haven't gotten to that one. But this is just kind of a quick rundown of how I have my schedule going and how you can break yours down too. So I gave you a quick run through of the bathrooms because that's a small space. It's usually not very personal, (laughs) Uh, not a lot of emotional weight left in the bathroom, but, you know, think about what you can delegate, what you can, um, you know, what needs to be done first. Like I like to clean out my refrigerator before I go grocery shopping. Um, I like to have my children's clothes washed and ready for them to fold and put away before they get home from school on their bedroom day. So, you know, before I go run, get the groceries on Thursday, I've already started and swapped. So the second load of laundry is going in before I leave the house to go get groceries on Thursdays. Um, that way, when they come home from school, both of them have, you know, both of my younger children, that's all I'm washing clothes for. <laughs> um, my older children are fully capable of doing their own laundry now, but their clothes are ready for them. They're folded, laid out, ready for them to put away before they get home from school so that they can do that. And it doesn't take them five minutes to put away all of their laundry from the entire week. It is not hard. It is actually quite simple for them. And if that's, if we've kept up with the daily stuff and even just the bare minimum of daily stuff, it doesn't feel overwhelming on the days that they have a little bit of extra stuff, like putting away their laundry. So That's what I want you to really focus on and come back. We will be back later this week with more on how to simplify your schedule. We will be talking about the next space. Um, haven't decided what it's going to be, um, but we will be going through your next space and come and let me know how you like it in the Facebook group, um, or leave a review, share this with a friend or a family member, somebody that you know could use a little bit of help with their schedule and making it more efficient and taking some of that mental load off of our shoulders because we don't need to be carrying around everybody's responsibilities. More on that in the next episode. I hope you've enjoyed this. I will see you in the SOS Mom podcast Facebook group. It is um, Simplify, Organize, and Style for Overwhelmed Moms. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?